0: Good morning again. Well, today we're continuing our series that we started last week entitled Making Change. This is a financial series in which we want to see what God says about our finances and how we can be under his blessing in our financial lives. Now, as uh, Chad mentioned earlier, last week James King came and introduced our series by getting our focus on the big picture. And here's the big picture. God didn't want your money. God didn't need your money. He sure didn't need my money. God wants your heart. God loves you, and he wants you to give him your life represented by your heart so he can bless your finances. So he doesn't want your money, he wants your heart, and then he'll bless your money. But it's a heart matter first. That's the big issue, that it's a heart matter. And we want to have that in mind because we believe if we let God be in charge of our money, he'll have our heart. Jesus said something real important along these lines. He said this. Wherever your treasure is, whatever you do with your money, wherever you what you treasure, where your money goes, that's where your heart is also. And so, this series is so important not only for your financial blessing but for your relationship with God because it's really a big connection. We believe that this series, these topics and principles can make a huge difference in our lives as we hear God speak to us about them and act and apply It'll just make an amazing difference in our lives. And guys, get this, in our families' lives and in our children's lives. Parents, we can teach this stuff to our kids. I'm just I'm so encouraged that we did a fair job of this, and our kids are in good shape as young adults. They're not in terrible debt and stuff like that because they learn from a young age. We want that for everybody's kids, and they can get this because God's Word is always simple. We can get it. It's just a matter of will we do it. All right. And so to help us really get a hold of these uh, principles during this series, we've made these icons up here on the stage for them. And so if you were here last Sunday, you know that we had a lot of fun with it. We were obnoxiously repetitive, especially Chad. He does obnoxious so well. And so let us uh, mention these and then we'll engage and get y'all to shout them out like we started last week. The first one is less is more. This one means stress is bad. This one means giving is good. See the hands and the heart thing like we're talking about? And then tomorrow matters, the sunshine, all right? So now we're going to do like we did last week and really engage. Ready? Go. Less, Less is, is more. Right, no, no, no. There's too many people. That got to be louder than that. Come on. Go. Less is more. Stress, stress is bad. Giving is good. Tomorrow matters.
1: Now, financial stress really is bad. Just think with me for a second. Have you ever said, or have you ever heard anybody say, ever since I got into debt, my marriage is just way better? (laughs) Not one person. I mean, there's no way that you have, maybe, but, but maybe, maybe you've heard this one. Well, um, high interest rates improve my love life. Um, You know, high high rates equal hot love, baby. So bring on, (laughs) bring on that high interest. Nobody, right? Not, not one person. How, how about this one? Um, every night, every night when I go to bed and I say my prayers, I just praise
0: Jesus for my debt. Maybe you didn't say that, but maybe you did say something like this or think something like this. Man, I wish I had more so I could give more to people. I wish both me and my spouse didn't have to work. I wish we could travel more. I I wish we could make more family memories. Maybe you've had some thoughts like that. Well, you know, we've all made financial mistakes. We all have, but God wants to help us. And and a lot of times these financial mistakes happen because we don't understand less is more. Uh, uh, Sorry, come on. Less (laughs) is more. Stress is is bad. Giving is good. good. Tomorrow Tomorrow matters. matters. Already thinking about the Thanksgiving turkey a little bit. Here we go. Some people are just embarrassed, overwhelmed, and just, we just want to sometimes put our head in the sand about our money and just don't have any hope at all. Well, there's a reason for that. And today we're going to look at that. Our, our topic today is stress is bad. And so we're going to drill into that today. Now, we have a verse from Proverbs that gives us a lot of insight into why we can have stress in our finances. Proverbs 22, verse 7 says this. The ritual over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Would you read that with me? Go. The ritual over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Thank you. Isn't that harsh? The borrower is a slave. How how is a borrower a slave? Well, well think about it. You probably, like me, have some debts and things you're paying off, and house payments, car payments, whatever. What if you stopped making those payments? Well, What if you didn't pay on your house for a few months? You'd hear from somebody, and they. Maybe the first time they're kind of nice, but after that, they're not nice anymore because you're obligated. You have become, you could say, enslaved to the debt, and for so many people, there's way too much debt. We can wisely manage some debt. We're not saying debt is sin or wrong, but so often it gets out of hand, and we get in bondage. It's like the jail cell, and that's where we get hopeless, and we get discouraged, and we're buying things we can't afford and we increase our debt and we end up stressed out, living a life of financial stress. So guys, we are begging you this series to do something about it, to really say, God, get, get into my life, get into my heart about my money. We, we want to uh, really encourage you, if you weren't here last week, go back and listen to that message online. I, I think we did a pretty good job talking about how less is more and how important that is for our life. Now, on the positive side, think about what it would be like to be free of financial bondage. What what would it be like to pay cash for the next vehicle you buy? Yeah, what what would it be like for, uh, let's say you want to take a vacation and you've got a problem Because you've got extra money, but you just can't decide where to go. What if that was your problem about vacation? What if you had the money piled up already before you went on vacation? Wouldn't that be sweet? Well, how do we get there? How do we get from bondage to that freedom? We've got to learn and apply. Less less is more more good. Stress Stress is bad. Giving is good. good, And tomorrow matters.
1: matters. We want you to be out of debt. Uh, I mean, hands down, I would love for you to be out of debt, and and we want you to do this so because you'll be able to take care of the practical things. So there's practical advantages, just like Ed's talking about. Now, in addition to those practical advantages, then there's there's more on a, on a higher level. Uh, if you'll allow me, on a spiritual level, this stuff is important too. God pays attention to our integrity with money. God pays attention to your integrity. With money, and you might not have ever thought about that, but he watches to see if he has your heart concerning your money and, and the, the finances that God, that He's actually blessed you with. Just by the way, um, every dollar that you earn, I know you've worked hard, and I know you put stuff into it. I know you've done all of that. God's the one that made all of that possible. That's
0: right.
1: He made all of that possible. So He's looking to see if He has your heart concerning money. Now, and here's why: because He's looking for a reason to bless you. He's looking for an avenue. He's looking for a way that he, uh, he, okay, I can trust you. I can trust you with money. Well, then this is, let's go. Here's what I want to do. I mean, God is looking for it as a positive thing. He he wants to bless your life. And he he wants to funnel as many opportunities as he can through you. He wants to see you and he wants you to see where your heart is concerning uh, money. And by the way, blessings aren't all just money. I know that the moment we say, you know, God wants to bless you, you think, oh, it'd be amazing if somebody paid for my house. Or it'd be amazing if I won the lottery. Or, it'd be amazing if I got that raise. Okay, those are all great things. Um, but there are things way more important than money in life. Money is not the most important thing. And God's paying attention to how you deal with money so that the things that are more important with money, he can begin to bring those your way Uh, he wants to trust you with the biggest blessings of all now I'm going to ask you guys a question what do you think is the biggest blessing in, in, in all of the world in all of mankind do you have an idea what that might be here's what I think it is I think it's people I think it's relationship with people um, I, we, I, I could show you that in the Bible, maybe in, a, in another message down the road one day. We'll do just that. But I, I'm telling you, I think the biggest blessings of all are people. Uh, it's relationships that you have. And God is looking for a reason and looking to see. He's wanting to know will you have integrity with money, which is actually one of the least things in the world, so He can bless you with more of the best things in the world? Um, here's a test. Here's a test to see if you have integrity with money or not. All right, so I want you to, are y'all, are y'all ready for this test? I know some of you think you know what it is, but I promise you don't. Here, he is, here, here we go. <laughs> do you engage with your finances and money, or do you just spend them? Do you engage with your finances, or do you just spend it? You might have never thought of that. I mean, that question may have never, uh, co- you know, crossed your mind before, but let it sink in. Especially if you're, you know, if it's something that, that you, you've, never, you've never thought, engage with money. What, what are you talking about? You know, I get money and I spend it. I get it and I pay stuff with it. Is that, no. Have you, do you engage with your finances or do you just spend the money when it comes in? This really matters to God. It really matters. It makes a difference. And here's why we believe that He wants us to learn that less is, is more, stress, stress is bad, is bad giving, giving is good, and tomorrow matters. matters. So, what, what do we do then? How do we do this? How do we engage in the finances? You know, what, what, what do we, how do we get rid of this debt and this stress that comes along with it? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question, because we wanna help you out today. Um, we wanna to give you three prayers to pray. These are simple. They're, they're easy. You, you probably, you, we want you to write them down, but I, I promise you're gonna, you're gonna be able to do this. Here's the first one, okay? Here's helping us get rid of the stress that's bad. This will help us. God, give me self-control. God, give me self-control. Has anybody in here ever, um, you know, something was going on in your life, and it just maybe not have been the greatest thing, and to make yourself feel better, you ate some cake. Anybody in here ever done that, you know, or whatever, yeah, whatever your dessert is, whatever, you know, it's a, it's a comfort food. Y'all know why they call it comfort food? Because it makes you feel good, you know, like, oh, yeah. Or, or, hey, anybody else, have you ever felt bad and something, you know, wasn't going great in your life, and you just went and bought yourself something to make yourself feel better? Anybody ever gone to uh, the store and you made an impulse buy? Oh yeah, uh, you're being marketed to right now during this season. There's a whole lot of companies that would love for you to impulse buy. There's online, count, like Amazon. Uh, Amazon, yeah. Mm. Amazon wants you to um, impulse okay. buy. Listen, what happens is, we forget and we don't say, God, give me self-control. And we end up giving up or, or, or giving ourselves over to these impulses and these things. It feels good. Let me go do this. Let me go buy this for myself right now. It's going to make me feel great. The problem is that that feeling of feeling great right then goes away when you have to start paying for it. <laughs> you don't feel so great then when you have to write that check or make that click. or like, oh, man, I got to pay for this again. You know, uh, The stress from that debt outweighs any good that you felt from, uh, you know, from, the, from the comfort it gave you to begin with. i want to read you something, another scripture in Proverbs 25, 28. Like a city whose walls are broken down is a person who lacks self-control. God, give me self-control. When, when this was written, uh, the, the cities had walls around them to protect them from people you know, infiltrating and, and marauders and t- somebody coming in and taking over the city. And if there's a wall that's broken down, you're just, you're just wide open. They could come in. They could ravage your city. They could take what they wanted. I mean, they had a, a way to get in and tear things up. Everything you worked so hard for to build and have and, and all the stuff that you had, they could take it all because the, the wall was broken down. And God says, and we read something that, that he, you know, a really smart person on earth wrote, if we don't have self-control, our lives are just like that. God, give me self-control. Uh, let, uh, all right, guys. I'm going to pick on the ladies for a second.
0: Oh, be careful, dude. Um,
1: ladies, this may not be all of you, so you can just point to the person next to you if you don't do this, okay? <laughs> um, but you're you walking down, and you see a clearance rack, and you're like, dude, or I'm sorry, you're like, girl, I ain't got those shoes yet. <laughs> and so you, you know, whatever, whatever your thing is, right? You know, we pick on shoes, but... If you looked in my closet, you know why we could pick on shoes. I'm just kidding. But you're know, like, hey, I'm going to buy those shoes. And then what happens? Well, they were a good deal, and, and you've already started calculating in your brain how you're going to tell your husband how you saved him money or saved yourself money. Maybe you worked too, you know, and, and you saved money. Well, it doesn't really work that way, but you figure it out. But what happens? You buy those shoes, and then you're like, well, I need a shirt. I need a blouse that goes with that. Uh-huh. And then and then, what, what, what's next? Well, I need some earrings, and I need the necklace. So I got to have some perfume to match the shoes. <laughs> and it just, it can get out of hand. And before you know it, you've spent next week's grocery money on the clearance rack. <laughs> All right, y'all, y'all are with me, right? So, and you, you like nickeled and dimed your way into... Debt, because then you don't have money for groceries. Well, you got to eat. So what do you do? You whip out Visa, whap. Let's we'll, we'll just pay it off next week. Well, we'll pay it off next month when you have it. You know, we'll, what's happening? Debt. What's going well, What does that cause? It causes stress. Now, so ladies, there you are. Guys, we don't really usually nickel and dime it. Guys usually sink the ship all at one time. <laughs> all right. It's like. Here, here, I'll just give you a scenario. Hey, I, I, I want to spend some time with my family. We, we need to have fun together as a family and do things and stuff. So we live next, We live close to the water, so uh, I think we should buy a boat. And, and, and by the way, they're, they're having a sale right now. We, if we buy the boat, you get jet skis for half price. And, and once you do that, you realize, well, my truck's a little small. Let's buy a new truck. So then you get a new truck to haul the new boat and the jet skis too. And you know, well, I can just, you know, I can take some overtime. I work a few extra hours and I can make up that, you know, how much extra it's gonna cost us, this extra payment. So I'll do that. And before you know it, what you've done is you, it may be in your mind, you were impulse, you didn't have any self-control, you didn't give it any thought, so you bought something to spend more time with your family, have a good time, make memories, but yet you're working all the time to pay for that stuff, so now you're not even around, so the stuff that was there to try to help you thought, try to help you have more time and spend more family time, is actually ripping you apart, because you're never home. And then you have the stress over having to pay for it. Stress is bad.
0: Do y'all remember this stuff? Let me see if y'all got this. Are Ready? Less is more, stress is bad, giving is good, tomorrow matters.
1: Now, you know, we're not against new shoes, not against you having a boat and a truck and jet skis and all of that stuff, okay? Especially
0: if they take us fishing, right?
1: Right, and golf clubs and, you know, whatever. We're not against any of that stuff. That stuff is great, but it, it, you, I am against it at the expense of your peace of mind. At the expense of relationships, at the expense of family, if it's gonna take you away all the time, it's not worth the cost. So what we ought to do is, God, give me self-control. We wanna learn to say no for a little while. Say no to that boat. Maybe no to that new car. I know some of you, you just bought one last week and you still got the paper tags like, dang, I can't drive that to church now <laughs> they're gonna be looking. <laughs> listen, listen, you know, uh, again, uh, all we're saying is, God, give me self-control. Maybe you really needed a new car. Okay, okay, that's fine. But stress is bad. Financial stress is bad, and we don't want you to go there. Debt causes this. Listen, um, here's a big one, okay? Huge. Do not, do not, do not, do not go into debt for Christmas. Please, I, I, I guarantee you, when Jesus was born, and then he got, old, you know, I'm sure he wasn't saying, God, please help people. Or, you know, Father, I want people to go in debt to give other people gifts on account of me. He wasn't saying that. Okay, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, go into relationships for Christmas instead of debt. You know, you know do things. It's great. Buy stuff. That's, that's fine. But don't go into debt for it. It's not worth it. It's not worth what it's going to cost you later. It's not worth the stress that it's going to bring just to give somebody this or give somebody that. Um, I think that's, that, that's huge. So what we want to start saying is, God, give me
0: self-control because less is more, stress, stress. is bad, giving, giving is, good, is good, good, and tomorrow, tomorrow matters. matters. Tell me your personal story about saying no to giving.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So the, there were years that my, my family... This is mostly like when Diane and I, when we were younger, we've been married 23 years, so we're coming, we'll be coming up on 24 next year. And so this is a few years back, but we, uh, you know, we had family, or it was my side of the family, we would all get together and, you know, all the cousins and aunts and uncles and everybody trades names to buy presents and, you know, and it inevitably, you know, well, here's the limit, well, so-and-so who does better goes over the limit and then here you are and you did you know, like the bottom, like the least you could possibly pay for a gift. And, and 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 then you're you're spending extra money finally we were like, okay, we ain't doing this anymore. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do what, what we can do, but that's it. And I know you might be thinking, well what if I what if I don't give everybody at work a gift? What if I don't give my kids four things because the guy across the street, they gave their kids eight things. I know what they got and it's way better than what I'm giving mine. So who cares? Um, spend time with your family. You know it's okay, we've done it, we've said no. We won't go into debt for Christmas, we refuse. Uh, do we like to give? Of course, will we? Yes, but you know what, my family still loves me. They still invite us over. As a matter of fact, after we started, other family members started saying, yeah, you know what, we're not gonna do that anymore. We just had to break the ice for everybody because everybody else was chicken. So, <laughs> so, but, but we did it. And we, they were, again, we're still part of the family. We still live, love each other and we still have a good time. So uh, that's that's that story. Less is more, stress is bad, giving is good, and tomorrow matters.
0: Absolutely. So our second prayer we want to suggest is this. God, give me understanding. Say that with me. God, give me understanding. Thank you. You know, so many of us don't understand just how much debt can hurt us. I mean, we know, yeah, we could have too many payments or whatever, but it could be worse than that. We have a scripture here from the Bible I want you to see. God is speaking through the prophet Hosea, And listen to what God said to us. He says this. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. For lack of knowledge. We can have financial destruction if we don't know some really important things. For instance, if we go to buy a high-dollar item and and we don't have all the money we need, a house, a car, something, so we have to get a loan and go through all that rigmarole, it's just so easy to say, just tell me the payments, and then you think, well, I guess I could afford that for five, six years or whatever, and, and, and that's as far as we go. We don't have the full knowledge of what we're getting into. A couple weeks ago, I was in Austin with my son, helping him buy a car. I was co-signing. Fortunately, he's got a job now. He can pay for it. But I was there to help him figure it all out and whatever. And so we're in the business office at the car dealership, and all the paperwork, buying a car, oh, my goodness, sign, 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 sign. And the business manager was real good. He'd say, this is this, this is this. Then he slapped down this big, long, multi-page copies contract thing, and he was like, we've gone over everything just down at the bottom, blah, blah, blah. And then I looked at this one part we hadn't gone over. I said, Michael, stop. Look at this. This says total cost because every contract has to legally say that. And he looked at that total cost over five years and went, oh. I said, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Loans with interest cost you money over the years. That's why you're going to pay it off early and save literally thousands of dollars of interest. And he got it. He's going to pay it off early. But he didn't know. And I think sometimes we don't know what something is really costing us, especially debt. Let, let me throw some figures at you. The average American today has $16,000 of credit card debt. Now, Chad has my 16, so he has 32, but the average person has $16,000 of debt. Now, listen, if it's on a high-interest credit card, about 18%, 19 20%, your payments, your minimum payments are around 250 a month. It'll take you 40 years to pay that $16,000 off, and you will have paid $105,000 of interest on just 16 grand. On the other hand, if for 40 years you invest $250 a month at just a modest interest, we won't be exaggerating, just say 7% interest over 40 years, 250 a month, you'll have well over a million dollars. But sometimes we're not thinking this way. We don't have that knowledge, and so it can hurt us. So we're praying, first, God give me self-control, then God give me understanding, and then third, God give me a plan. Say that with me, please. God give, give me, me a, plan. a plan. Proverbs 21 helps us with this. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Look at the second half of it. Haste leads to poverty. Get rich Quick schemes get you in trouble, and, and a lot of folks are just looking for that big thing, the lottery or whatever, but Proverbs here is helping us understand that it's about diligent planning that will lead to prosperity and to God's blessing in my life, so if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a budget and have done some long-term thinking and stuff like that with your finances, God wants to help you with that. You know, you can wander into a store and end up charging some stuff. You know, you can stumble uh, into a store and, and charge some stuff. I got a friend who says, man, I don't like going to Walmart. I can't get in and out of there without spending $100. You know, it's like it just draws it out of his pockets. You know, well, you can stumble into debt, but you can't stumble out of it. You're not going to accidentally get out of debt. It takes a plan. Now, guys, listen, here's the cool thing. When I get serious about my money with God and say, God, I'm serious, help me out, give me the plan, show me the way, then he says, all right, I'm going to help you. You're showing me that you're giving me your heart and you're willing to do it my way. And so you're honoring God and it's like what Chad said earlier, it becomes a spiritually active thing in your life because you're wanting to honor God with a plan. Jesus said this very important little phrase. Listen to this. Jesus said, if you're faithful in little, you'll also be faithful in much. And today's term would be more something like, if you're responsible with the money and possessions you have now, and over time God sees you're responsible and you're doing it His way, He'll entrust more to you later. Because if you're faithful with little, you'll be faithful with much. So, in... Uh, an effort to help you with your planning, there is a great tool I want to make you aware of today. It's called Financial Peace University, and you see the website there, DaveRamsey.com. Dave Ramsey is a great financial expert, and he's put together this awesome course. And churches offer this course where people can come and go for a few weeks, and you really get a hold of how to plan your finances God's way. And this is going to happen in our community in February. So in January, you're going to start hearing details. Hey, this church is hosting this. Here's how you sign up. And we're going to urge everybody to go. We have satisfied customers in our church now who have been there and have spoken to me like, man, this has helped me so, so much. So we're going to really encourage you to make sure you have a plan. Okay, so finally, we want to talk about some next steps. So what do I do with this? Where do I go with this? First off... We want to suggest that you pray these three prayers all week. These three prayers. And, and I'd like us to do it right now. Let's just slow it down a minute so we can just pray thoughtfully. You don't have to close your eyes or bow your head. You, don't, that's, you know, that helps. But sometimes you can just sit there and just kind of compose for a second. And so the three prayers, God, give me self-control. God, give me understanding. God, give me a plan. Let's just pray those real slow. Ready? Go. God, give me self-control. God, Give me understanding. And God, give me a plan. Um, the, the next
1: step would be, you see that little line there, what can you say no to? Or what can I say no to? I, I would say maybe you should put in parentheses, what should I say no to you know, today? What, what is something that you've been like, I want to buy but it's going to make me go into debt, and then, that, then now you're thinking, that might cause me stress. What should you say no to? You don't have to say no to everything uh, but, they're, they're, you know, what is it right now? There's a line. Go ahead and write it down. I'm watching. Are you writing anything down?
0: You know, <laughs>
1: what should I say no to? Write something
0: down there. We're, we really, really, really want wanting to help you uh, because stress is bad. Now, while you're thinking and writing something for that, we want you to think a little more. So our third step is from the smallest first, maybe you don't have to do it that way, but that's a suggestion. What are three things you can plan to pay off as fast as possible? Do you know what your debts are? Man, I am thrilled to tell you I owe less on my house than I do on my truck. I just I mean I'm we're within a few years of having a paid for house. and Let me tell you part of the reason why. A few years back we had a hurricane heading our way, and you know how they come at us for a while, then they turn. Well, you know, this one turned before it was going to hit the coast. I never remember the names of them. But we were gonna have a lot of wind in Bay City, but that was it. So most folks stayed home instead of leave town, so we stayed home. Just we decided we need to get away from the windows in case a limb, you know, came through. But otherwise, we were fine. So we kind of huddled up one part of the house and put blankets on the floor like we were camping, you know. And Lori and I had been talking about our house payment and looking at our interest because interest have been going down in recent years. And we realized we could refinance and save some money and actually pay the house off quicker. And so we decided, you know what? I usually do finances, and I want to be sure she has a grasp on all of that. So we said. Lori, you do the refinancing. You figure it out, get on the phone, call up our our mortgage company, and and see what you can do. So she spent the whole day on the phone. Man, she had her notes and everything, and she was refinancing. And as a result, we got a lower rate. We're going to pay it off faster because we just took a little time. So right now, we want you to think about some three things you can plan to pay off, and we're going to give you a little help in doing that. (laughs) Are you writing? What could you pay off? Chad, you could pay off my truck if you really wanted to. That'd be okay. Negative. He's not writing it. All right.
1: You're on camera. We're recording who's actually writing. stuff? That's right.
0: (laughs) And we'll be checking your papers as you go out the door. All right. Thanks for your indulgence in that. We're trying to make this fun, but, you know, there couldn't hardly be anything more serious, though. Than, than how we deal with, with our life. I heard a guy one time say, you know, your money represents your life because you put life, time in your life to get that. And it's a big deal to God and he can really bless you for that. All right, so we're about to wrap it up, but we need to hit it hard one more time. Hey, I was so impressed. Uh, during, after the first service, I wanted to test myself. And I went up to somebody and said, okay, this is not testing you, this is testing me to see if y'all are getting it. And I said, can you tell me? Can you tell me less? And they went, less is more. They went right through it. So I'm believing you can all do that, all right? Let's hear it one last time. Go. Less, less is more. Stress is bad, bad. Giving, giving is, is good. good. Tomorrow, tomorrow matters. matters. Y'all stand and we want to pray.
1: Lord, we thank you for today and we thank you for every single person that decided to come and spend their morning with us here. We want to have your heart about our finances and about the money that you've brought into our lives. And so we pray that you help us, that you help us to see things like we've never seen them before. Help us be smart where sometimes we just we just, just didn't know, we, we didn't understand. So help us understand. We pray that this year we end up better than we ever thought. And God, help put us in the place where we can be blessed by you where we can be blessed with more uh, relationships, where we can be blessed with more opportunities, where, God, we want to have integrity with the money you've given us. So we ask that you help us to do that. We pray that this week everyone has a, a great week, that your hand is on our lives, and that you send everybody out of here, God, blessed in their hearts, in Jesus' name, amen.